front matter to wildlife on a norfolk estuary by arthur henry patterson this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org wildlife on a norfolk estuary by arthur henry patterson front matter to her grace mary duchess of bedford this book is respectfully dedicated epigraph the man who consecrates his hours by vigorous effort and an honest aim at once he draws the sting of life and death he walks with nature and her paths are peace by young prefatory note by her grace the duchess of bedford lying as it does right in the track of migration no county in england has such a large list of birds as norfolk or records so many rare visitors the seashore the mudflats of braden the marshlands of the broads all teem with bird life and still boast themselves the home of many rare breeding species in this county mr patterson has spent most of his life devoting all his spare time to the study of nature his perseverance in the face of early troubles which would have completely disheartened many physically stronger men his keen powers of observation accuracy and love of nature make his books a valuable contribution to natural history as trustworthy records of the habits and traits of the fauna of his county as a student rather than a professed scientist his books have a special value for other students as giving an insight into his own methods and the steps by which he became familiar with the wildlife round him the present volume brings the annals of braden up to date and will be a welcome addition to ornithological literature signed m bedford woburn author's note a short preface seems to me necessary in order to explain my reasons for adding to the list of volumes relating to my beloved county from my earliest boyhood braden that most interesting tidal water lying to the west of great yarmouth has had an unspeakable charm for me my father hired an allotment garden at runham vauxhall now built upon by the council schools the gardens were separated from braden by a reedy ditch wherein i first studied the habits of sticklebacks and ditch prawns the new road the railway a wide marsh and the walls when i was sufficiently big to climb the tool shed i used to do so to catch a glimpse of a silver streak that edged the apex of the walls at high water that was braden the boom of a distant punt gun and the sharper crack of a fowling piece conjured up in my mind strange fancies 
which were heightened by the scream of the startled wildfowl and the passing to and fro overhead of great flocks of gulls i caught my first real glimpse of Braden one day when armed with a fish head and a length of knotted twine i slipped down with other muddy urchins unknown to my father to the riverside in quest of a sea sammy or crab which i dared not take home my father's inveterate abhorrence not lessened in this his eighty-ninth year of the muddy dangerous place only served to increase my interest in it and as i became still keener to explore it i would skulk at the heels of any tolerant gunner to get on to the walls or ramble to its vicinity whenever opportunity offered i shall never forget my first sail across Braden in the punt of a shoemaker friend whose boat shed to-day adjoins my own since those days of dreaming i have spent many pleasant hours upon and around this favourite haunt in companionship with the birds that frequent it and the rugged men who from hard necessity as well as instinctive liking have tried to wrest a precarious living out of its oozy depths my own interest in it has never lessened and the present volume owes its existence largely to this fascination my old houseboat the moorhen too leaky now to drift about in the broadland rivers lies high and dry on a braden rond against bannam's marsh farm and makes a snug observatory from which the whole of Braden lies under observation. Under its roof I spend many a summer night, and often a pleasant day, watching or listening to the wild birds that at most seasons haunt the estuary. I well remember taking Professor Garstang to see Braden from the railway bridge. What a magnificent fauna should be found here! he remarked enthusiastically he was not far wrong for as a bird resort it was once noted and is still eminent and for the variety of its fishes and other wildlife it is unrivalled my nature in eastern norfolk published in 1905 was intended to be my last book and it very nearly proved to be so for on the day that i dispatched the manuscript to the publishers i fell seriously ill and did not recover for some months i can hardly hope ever to be so venturesome again as i have been for Braden is a wild hard place trying even to the most robust the second part of this work is a continuation of my first book notes of an east coast naturalist many of those records were of a controversial character and my observations not being then complete are continued in the present book while other notes have been added since the publication of the first series for in nature work there is no finality
Perhaps I ought to apologise for the rather crude sketches illustrating this volume. I am a self-taught amateur artist, and it was only at the urgent solicitation of two or three of my sincerest friends, and in accordance with the wishes of my publishers, that I consented to try my hand. One word more. I should like to say that but for my systematic entering of nature records and incidents daily, or, I should rather say, promptly and regularly, my three East Coast books would never have been written. I began to make notes as soon as their value and interest dawned upon me, when I was but a youth in 1878, a practice I have ever since continued. I have also pasted in my notebooks all correspondence on natural history subjects as I received it, and the notes at the end of this volume will show how useful this habit has been to me. Further, these volumes will prove how much there is to be seen and noted, even in a very circumscribed area, by a man of limited education, means and leisure. That naturalist is badly situated indeed, who cannot accomplish more, or at least as much, as I have done. Signed, Arthur Henry Patterson, Ibis House, Great Yarmouth. End of Front Matter